Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. Colin, how are you doing on this Saturday night? I'm good. It's Saturday. What'd you do? First today? day home. My first day home since uh, I went to San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I took Bandit to the emergency vet this morning. Uh, okay. He's okay. good. He's good. He is good. Uh, he can't poop. That's not good. So we got to get him x rays tomorrow. That's not good. Um, what else did I do today? I had some Texas Roadhouse because we had a gift card. That family pack is crazy, by the way. You get a lot of food with that thing. <laughs> and then uh, Colin tears through the family no, pack. No, no, it, 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 was four, it, it was four people. It was four people. Um, <laughs> that'd be oh, crazy, God. though. What else did I do? I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. All right. Good. What about you? What'd you do today, Bernie? I watched basketball. My AAU team, well, not my AAU team, but you know the team that I, I'm assistant coach for. Had we had our first tryouts um, last year, we went 19 and six. My ninth grade, my our ninth grade team, and um, I'm not sure we're gonna go 19 and six this year. But right, would would you make your own team? What do you mean? Would I make my own team? Like if you were trying out as yourself right now, oh, would you make your team or like right now, right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd make my own team for sure. Would you be where? Where would you be on the tier of players? I'd be up there. Well, I I, I coach ninth graders, so that's not really saying much. Well that's, well, that's what I mean though. Like, there's some there's some good ninth graders. No, out there, there are some really good ninth graders. We have some really good ninth. So graders. That's what they're I was like, asking. I was I was trying like to get the, the six foot six one athletic. You know, they can play, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm making the team. <laughs> I'm making the team. Um, all right, let's talk basketball. Let's talk basketball. Also, tease. We have a big football guest coming up next week. Mm-hmm. Big football guest. So uh, we're going to start cranking out some more football stuff um, starting this month. Uh, try to get some guests on and uh, see where it goes from there. But, yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, but this is going to be a basketball podcast, Colin. Just straight basketball, straight hoops, uh, because it's been a while. It's been, what, the last time we did? Uh, it was before I left. That was after the FAU loss? Or was that after, after the SMU win? Damn, that's after the SMU win. After the SMU so win. So they've lost three straight games now. FAU by three. John L. Davis hits a three-pointer at the buzzer, essentially, to win the game after uh, Bugs shoots an ill-advised three um, instead of holding for the last shot. Could have won that game. UAB, mm. the most painful of them all. You have a, what was it, 17-point lead at one point? Or a 13-point yeah, lead? Like that. Um, and UAB... Claws back, North Texas wears down, goes to overtime, and UAB wins 82 to 79. I thought UAB was the better team in the last quarter of the game, pretty much. So that one was painful. And then you get to tonight's game against USF, where I thought North Texas was, I thought everything went in North Texas like favor to a degree except for one thing and that was obviously not having cj noland or reuben jones and that's going to continue to be a point of this podcast is assessing this team while injured but if we just talk about the play on the court we will just talk about the usf game i guess because that was tonight's game what were your thoughts what were your takeaways uh jason edwards has 38 points in a losing effort uh it was really 38 i stopped 31, counting 31 31 oh, okay I was like, I was like, dang it. I was like, I didn't think he got that many. Yeah. Um, thoughts. 
scored 55 points and Jason Edwards has 31 of those points. I mean, that's kind of how every, these last three games have really gone. Yeah. Uh, John Bugs had a couple games where he got, got hot, uh, four, four, four from three against FAU yeah. or I guess four or five. Cause he missed the last one. Yeah. Um, oh no. Yeah, it was. I thought he went crazy against SMU. He might have went crazy um, against SMU too. I think he also went crazy against FAU. I could be wrong. Regardless, yeah, that's kind of where this team's at right now. It's going to be Jason Edwards the whole time, every time, no matter what. And I mean, you only had five other guys score, four other guys score points. One, two, three, four. Um, and like Aaron Scott only had four points, one of nine. You get bugs if he makes a couple threes. That's good. He had eight points. So, uh, Mulai actually was three of six, which I thought that he played pretty good today, considering mm-hmm. you know compared to how he's played in the past. Um, and then everyone else, you know, kind of does their thing. Uh, Robert Allen will obviously get his with dump offs and and whatever, but you know Matthew Stone's not going to score anything. Uh, Christian Moore's not going to do anything. I mean, that's kind of just where this team is. You don't have any guard play. You you give Jason Edwards the ball. And yeah. you say do something with it, yeah. and then everyone else kind of does their thing. They, ran, I mean, obviously they ran plays for Aaron, but he hasn't. He's been so inconsistent. We'll this talk year. about yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk about Aaron in a second. Um, I, I think you assessed it right. It's it's Jason Edwards gets the ball, and the rest of the players kind of move out the way or set screens or go get a rebound, and yeah. that's how it has to be at this point. There is nobody that is coming to save them. They actually played Christian Moore six minutes, and he took two shots and missed them both. Uh, and had a turnover and two fouls. So six minutes, he was a negative. Uh, Matthew Stone, we know exactly what he is and what he does. Uh, zero points in 14 minutes, one rebound. You know, it just is what he is. And Rondell Walker is someone who I think has, like, the potential to, like, get to the rim more than what he does, um, either as a slasher or a cutter. But he doesn't, like, he's kind of just like a rebounder and defender. Mm-hmm. which is cool if this team was whole. Like, right. all of these pieces make sense, which I guess we could start, like, unfolding into the big picture. All of these pieces make sense if the team is whole. Yeah, Ronda Walker makes a ton of sense. John Bugs is awesome. Um, Sissoko and Allen, those as your five men make sense when you don't need them to score points. Um, I will say the most disappointing part of this, to, to, your, to your point that you brought up, was is Aaron Scott. Mm-hmm. And I give him a little bit of grace in this game because he pulled his what looked like his he did groin. Something. I, I didn't see that they didn't really show the play. It's just kind of yeah. Awesome. It looked like his groin area. Um, he got pulled in and he was like really in pain, but then he came back. So I'll give him a pass in this game for now, even though he had some good defensive plays. Like this guy is an elite defender, first yeah. team all conference defender, bona fide. Like I think he could play in the NBA in a couple years as a def- like defensive yeah. type player. Yeah, defender only. Yeah, <laughs> again. If this team was whole, that would be awesome, but they're not. So Aaron Scott scoring four points is not going to work. He scored 20 against UAB, and then he scored eight against FAU. And I thought the FAU game, he could have been more you know, demonstrative at times when it was like clear that they needed they needed him. Uh, five points against SMU. You go down the list. Like Aaron has to become the Robin. Not even, he doesn't even have to be Batman. He just has to be Robin. To what Jason Edwards is doing right now, because I don't know the status of Ruben's injury, but I mean we know it's hamstring, obviously. But like, is it going to be another one week, another two weeks? I don't know. Um, and CJ Nolan, obviously not playing here, is massive because CJ had been playing really well, really well. CJ turned the corner basically. Like we were on him, we were dogging him 
throwing yeah. out conference like, oh, come on, come on, you got to do more. You can't just be out there. Yeah. Um, when he's handling the ball great, he's shooting the ball great. Um, I don't want to say shooting the three great, but he, I think he's getting to his spot playing like Kai Huntsbury did. Yeah. Um, and then he doesn't play. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know what to really make of this, these results because they're not whole. Here's the thing. This team. And they could have won all three. Exactly. This team would be absolutely insane if it was healthy. I mean, we, we got a glimpse of it momentarily for almost a half when Ruben came back. Yes, and you. Yeah. And we were like, whoa. I mean, the, the, the offense completely changed the dynamic of the offense. Jason was still getting his. Ruben was looking good. Obviously, Ruben is an all-conference defender himself. Like, the team is really, really good when healthy. They're not healthy. And we saw a glimpse of what happens if you lose one more player when Aaron left for that, you know, those two yep. two possessions. What was the lineup you sent me? It was, I don't have it. I don't <laughs> have it I, I don't hear. It's in text here. I could probably pull it up on our text. Yeah. Um, here, I'll pull it up real quick. The lineup. Man, we text a lot, Colin. Christian Moore. <laughs> John Bugs, Matthew Stone, uh, Rondell Walker, and Robert Allen. Now, obviously, you know, Jason Edwards is played most of the game, but in that specific moment, I think he picked right. up a third foul or something. But that's what we're talking about here. More Stone, Bugs, Walker, Allen. Yeah. That was a lineup. That was a legitimate lineup for a couple of minutes in the game against USF, a team that was, what was it? They were 7-1 and one in conference going into this game. Yeah. And, like, if – I don't want to harp on the injuries, but like that's literally what it is to me. In that, if they're even somewhat healthy, I think they win one of these three, at least. I mean, that you probably win two of them. I think they don't die down the stretch against UAB. Like, yeah, I think they hold on against USF when USF clearly figured out just freaking put a big dude on Jason Edwards and help on him and try not to let him score. Yeah, and nobody else could do anything. I, th- I want Iron pulled his groin. I want to. I want to make a point about what you just said. Is that if this team had their people back, they'd be able to close out these games. Because I feel like a lot of people on Twitter were, are not a lot of people, but you see, you see the, the discourse of people saying that this team can't close out games. They should have closed this game out. Blah 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 blah. Sure, they should have. But you also have guys playing thirty-five minutes, thirty-one minutes, thirty-six minutes, thirty-seven minutes a game. Your 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 four main players are playing that many minutes a game because you can't play anybody else and they're gassed they can't keep going for every play um they can't especially with how well they're defending still they're still second in the conference in defense yeah they're so they're defending really well and then they have to go try to make a bucket on the other end and everyone knows who it's going to go to so you got a gas jason edwards who's at that say you got two minutes left he's already played 34 minutes 36 minutes and you want him to become hero he was a hero the whole game i mean it's just it's a product of what's on the floor. If you get the, if you got everyone back, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to play guys like that. And let's, um, let's talk about Jason Edwards real quick. Let's, let's be a positive yeah. for a minute because this dude, I just want to read off his, his conference uh, numbers. Uh, this through eight games, which is, is that right? That's how many they've played so far. No, they played nine. So this is before today's game where he scored 31 points. Um, he's playing 37.5 minutes per game, mm-hmm. averaging 25 points. Uh, shooting 33% from three, 53% from two, and um, obviously scoring worth, oh, I just said 21 points per game. Like after tonight, it's going to be 23 points per game, something like that. This, dare we say, like this is the best 
guard performance that we've seen under Jason North Edwards is the best guard that UNT has had in the last five years. You want to just go back to McCaslin, like 2015? Yeah, I mean, I go through all of them. Every single one of them. Ryan Woolridge, Javion Hamlet, Tyler Perry, Jason I Edwards love Javion Hamlet. Javion Hamlet was not as dynamic as Jason Edwards was. Jason hasn't won like Javion has. Yeah. But Being... I don't remember I don't remember Javion getting to the line, and you can look this up because yeah. I could be wrong on this. I don't remember Javion getting to the line 12 times while just being a volume scorer, hitting those middies, pulling up quick. Now, obviously, Javion is is really great. Yeah. But as a player, Jason Edwards is the, is the most dynamic, skilled guard North Texas has ever had. That's that's undisputable. You yeah. can debate better. Y'all can you can debate better forever. Tyler Perry, Javion Hamlet, Jason Edwards. You can debate better. Heck, you could throw Ryan Woolridge in that mix if you want to. Like you could debate the best quote unquote player. Yeah. Dyn- as far as dynamic player goes jason edwards the ability to score off the bounce score at all three levels like fade away in the mid-range like stop and pop hit that like catch and shoot threes that are like 0.5 seconds off the catch like where he just catches and fires um deep threes i mean gets to the line like you said this is some of the most complete scoring i've ever seen like again no disrespect to tyler perry but this is a different level from what yeah. Tyler was doing. And I, I, again, appreciate what Tyler Perry did and what he does. But what Tyler Perry did to Jelly Walker in the NIT championship, remember, where he hit that step back three? Like, that was like, wow, that's amazing. Jason's doing that, like, every time down the court. And that's <laughs> yeah. another thing, another reason why it's like he, this is unsustainable. He's playing 38 minutes, having to score like that every time down, and then having to go play defense every time down. And does it. And does surprisingly, it. surprisingly, it is some of the most incredible guard play I've seen in the country. Yeah. And I've, I've, we, I've tried to watch a lot of basketball. Like this is elite level guard play from Jason Edwards right now. And he deserves tons of tons of credit um, for how he's played. I just, um, I wanted to make sure we dedicated a segment to how awesome he is. He's now up to Ken Palm does their uh, AAC uh, rankings for player of the year in the conference. First is John L. Davis right now. No problem with that. Second, David Jones, Memphis. No problem with that, even though Memphis has fallen off a bit. Um, third is Jason Edwards. He's yeah. literally the, been the third best player in the conference. So you got right? All-American. Yeah, All-American. David Jones is going to be like drafted. Yeah. Probably. He's like an awesome scorer. And, and then Jason, Jason Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. Like, that's how awesome he's been. So I, I want to take a moment and acknowledge greatness, what we are watching right now. Um, because, yeah, man, that he's so fun. And he's the only reason they have a pulse right now. Only Absolutely reason. Absolutely. I only mean, reason. actually makes stuff happen out of nothing. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, you know what he reminds me of? Who's that? <laughs> I'm just going to throw a random name out there. I just uh, was looking at stats. I was like, this looks a lot like Allen Iverson. Like, where it's like not this... Like, it's just like, you know, he has like Allen Iverson on those 2000 teams, like had like, yeah. you know, non-scorers around him, you know, role, yeah. role players more. So. I see what you're saying in terms and, of his role. Yeah, exactly. And the usage is just probably just incredibly high. It's so crazy. Um, Here, I'm curious. Let me look up Jason Edwards usage percentage right now. Um, Yeah, he's second in the conference in, in, in shooting percentage of shots taken, third in overall usage percentage. 
28th in the country in the usage percentage. Yeah. For the season. So, um, all right, back to, I guess, the, the negative side of things. I, see, I, I don't want to, I don't know if it's negative. Obviously, they lost, right? Okay. So, I what, think I, what do you, th- okay, is there anything negative from these three losses then to you? You, okay. You, like anything they could have done. This better. is what you were holding on to. You were holding on to winning the conference still, right? Like regular season. Boom. That died pretty much after you lost the la- the first two of this three loss streak. I yeah. mean, realistically, you're not, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, it's, it'd be way too hard. Yeah. At this point, I'm looking at the play of the players and you might not be winning these games, but if you play this same exact way and you add Ruben for the conference tournament, you add CJ will be back sooner than yeah, the conference CJ tournament. And you get you get guys some reps. This team's going to be dangerous, and I think that's all you should be playing for. I think when people watch this team, you should go, oh, yeah, Jason Edwards is going to be electric in the tournament. Oh, Aaron Scott's defense is going to be crazy in the tournament. I want to see Mulai continue this. I want to see Robert Allen continue this. I want to see Bugs stay hot. Like, I'm not looking for – I've accepted personally – that this team's not going to win the the regular season conference championship because it's it's it'd be there's too many teams there's too many yeah. teams yeah so to me yeah I'd like to win I'd like to beat an FAU I'd like to be higher in Ken Palm but I don't think this team is a tier below any of the teams that they've lost to if they're healthy I think they are on the level of being exactly the best or one of the best teams in the conference. Exactly. And that includes FAU. I mean, FAU almost lost to North Texas without Ruben. Yeah. So this is very clear. Like we can say this North Texas has been fortunate in the past couple in the past, really the past five, six years in terms of injury uh, luck, let's call it luck um, this year is the most unlucky year in terms of injuries. And it's also the most unlucky year in terms of results, right? Like what are the odds for that Fordham game ends with the bobbled was it the bobbled ball. And then the guy picks it up and puts it in the rim. Like the, there are plays throughout the year. What are John L Davis hits that three? Like, what are the odds? Like there are plays throughout the year where you're like, damn, that's just unlucky. Like St. John's, for instance, I think that game, you go back to it. There were plays they could like that just flipped. They were they are not only being unlucky in terms of injuries, but I think overall results. And so when you look at their record, when you look at their kin pump, when you look at just the results of the year, I agree with you. I don't think that does any justice to how good this team is when fully healthy. And like literally, you don't even have to give them like a week to to fuel up. You just give them their full roster. I agree. I think this is they have a legitimate argument for being the best team in the conference. And and here's something too. You talk about luck. Ken Palm does a luck rating. Basically, it says this is where this team should be in the projected wins. North Texas is near the bottom at 355 out of 362 teams. Yeah, and that's how close these these games have been. Um, and yes, there is something to be said about losing close games. Like, well, I mean, sure, like the early games, team. yeah. But that was when you didn't unlock Jason. That was when Aaron Scott was your number one go-to at the end of games or Ruben Jones is your number one go-to at the end yeah. of games. And that clearly there's clearly a guy now. <laughs> there's clearly there's clearly yeah. a guy now. Um and let's listen, like 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 we said, you get Ruben back, you get everyone healthy, you get everyone on the same page. 
this team could be very, very dangerous in the conference tournament. Yes. Now, an interesting point is the American has lived up to, in my opinion, like how good it is. Yeah. The top end, you could argue as, you know, FAU is, is FAU. They've been inconsistent a bit. Memphis has fallen off a cliff, whatever. Um, but overall, like in terms of like every single night, it's been this run of Charlotte, SMU, FAU, UAB, USF. Yeah. That is a five game run that you will not face that we, that North Texas never faced in conference USA. Yeah. Like that is brutal. So that's why when you get beat by a John Dell Davis, double clutch three pointer, then you have to get back up and play UAB who we already know UAB and Andy Kennedy has played them a billion times. And then you have to get up and play USF who's seven, one in conference. Um, that's just where it's different playing in a conference like this. And that's why I think you watch, when you watch like the big 12 and it's what teams can get up off the mat, the fastest. Yeah. Um, that is what happens when you play in these big boy conferences where the teams are on the same level. And again, unlucky in terms of result in terms of like the little things and then unlucky in terms of injuries, but you you have to get up off the mat. And if you're not able to do that, you're just going to continue to pile up losses. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Full strength, I'm, this team is better than SMU. They're better than Memphis. They're be- I think UAB is a really good team. I think they're better than UAB, full strength. Um, Tulane, yes. Like FAU would be a great game. Charlotte would be a great game. I think Charlotte has Charlotte's given North Texas fits in the past couple of years. But yeah, you give me a full strength North Texas team, I think Ross Hodges is just like, yo, give me a full team. Go take me to the tournament. See if we can win four in a row because I think they very well could. I agree. I completely and agree. They have. And and with the player, like like we, we ran through the, the lineups, that lineup, that the death lineup, actual death lineup earlier. <laughs> what Ross has done with the amount of players that he's has at his disposal is insane. I mean, this coaching job yep. is, act- is, is insane. Yeah, you have Jason Edwards, but – you got guys around him that aren't used to. Obviously, you got John Bugs and, and Aaron yeah. Scott and that, but you got guys come off the bench that aren't doing anything. Yeah. Um. I I think the only like the only negatives in terms of what I think you know could have improved is that I do think like late game execution could be better, right? Like John Bugs should have held the ball there. Yeah. Like, there are details to where they should have done things different in terms of the the small things. Um, and then the other thing is Aaron Scott needs to get healthy and needs to be more aggressive. And I think the big thing for him, not only for this year, but in terms of his basketball future, he has to be able to get to the rim and finish at the rim at a higher rate. We know he can shoot the ball now. That's awesome. We know he kind of likes that mid range fade. That's cool. But at a certain point, you are six foot eight and you are more athletic than most of the players on the court. You need to get to the rim, either get fouled or may or finish. And he's not doing that right now. So that's like, he's been to line 42 times this year. Dang. 42 times in 20 games, 19 games. That's crazy. How many times has Jason been in the line? 99. Yeah. So it's again, that that's the next step for Aaron that I want to see moving forward. Um, Anything else? Uh, Tulsa's on Wednesday. I think that I'm on the road is, is a little concerning, but Tulsa has not been, a good team. Uh, You'll probably have before. CJ back too. So yeah, should have CJ. And then SMU is the big one. Um, you still take a lot of pride in individual games, 
even though, like you said, th- the conference championship is not going to happen anymore. Things did not break right for this team. Cool. Right. It is what it is. Still, if you can sweep SMU, yeah, <laughs> you know, like at this point, it's about small victories until we get to the tournament. Yeah, well, like, all right, it's well, all about honing you, all right. what you can do. If if Rondell Walker, like you said, can become more of a slasher, it, you know, if Mulai yeah. can improve, like it's like you said, small wins. If you can beat SMU on the road, sweet. That's a sweep. That would be a huge, huge, huge mark. If you can beat Memphis at mm. home, I don't care if they're sliding down a cliff. I just I don't want to lose to Memphis now. It's become don't lose to Memphis more than beat them, but don't yeah. lose to Memphis. And Ken Palm, what are they, you said they're two higher than North Texas right now? Uh, yeah, something like that, like three or four higher. Um, yeah, lows, and then like FAU comes to Denton, uh, in the second last game of the season. Can you like win that game? Get some momentum going into tournament play. Like those milestones, I think, do still matter for this team. And if you can end the year at like twelve and six, or even like eleven and seven in conference. That's still going to put you what fifth somewhere in that yeah. range in the conference. We said going into the year, try to be top three. Injuries happen, you fall down like fourth, fifth, sixth. It is what it is. But um, I th- to your point, I think Ross Hodge has proven through twenty one games he is the man for the job. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he. I also want to give him credit for building a roster that is even able to survive any of this. Like at full yeah. strength, the nine man rotation this team has. Is freaking really good. Yeah, and they just haven't they just haven't had it. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 actually brutal these injuries. <laughs> Having to play guys basically forty minutes every game unless they get in foul trouble is crazy. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Uh. That's all we had for y'all today. Hope y'all enjoyed the basketball podcast. Like I said, big guest on the football side coming up next week. I think, um, I think you said Friday. Yeah, Friday morning. So it'll be a later Friday. podcast in the week, like similar to this one, I guess. Yeah, Friday morning is when we're recording that. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. And then I'll schedule out some more. Gonna send some texts and some DMs, see what we can get. Cool. What is that hoodie? Why do you have like uh, a bunch of random freaking hoodies? Montrose, California, or uh, Colorado, because I went to Montrose oh, for a wedding. Yeah, what do you, what'd you buy in California? What'd you buy in San Francisco? Oh, I bought a bunch of Alcatraz stuff, basically. Oh, like magnets? Yeah. No, we got like a tin cup, like a prison cup. Uh, Did you go like, inside? Did you do the tour inside? Yeah. You think I just wanted to go see the I didn't island? see any pictures or anything. I didn't. You're on Facebook. You don't got a Facebook? No, I, I literally can't access Facebook. I I tried going to my account, and it doesn't exist anymore. So I'll get your pictures, Brendan. I don't know why pictures. you wouldn't send pictures to me or... We have a chat with like a bunch of our friends. You, I didn't see them in there. I'll send them all. I'll, I'm sorry. I'll send them all. You think I don't care about your ventures? I'm pretty sure I sent pictures of when I was going through. Alcatraz. I was probably busy. <laughs> it, doesn't <count. laughs> it doesn't count. I went to Alcatraz. Yeah, the Alcatraz was good though because I got like a good like it was a good. Re- it was like I went to San Francisco for something else than watching the Lions lose. Yeah, which was brutal. Oh, I shaved my head again. Yeah, because he dyed his hair blue. In case everybody yeah. missed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They would have missed it. No, it was it was actually kind of annoying. I had to like bleach my hair first, let it sit for thirty minutes, then rinse it out. Because otherwise, if I put the the blue color in my hair, it would have been green or like dark green brown because my head hairs. And then I put the blue in, and the blue had to sit on my head for thirty minutes. And you have to wash it out a specific way so it doesn't bleed on stuff, and then end up bleeding on everything anyways. So I just sleep with my hoodie up the whole time. And then I ruined my final four hoodie with blue coloring. I was going to say, so your hoodie's ruined. Yeah, I'll still wear it. <laughs> it seemed it, like though. an awful idea. Well, I had to because I was at the hotel 
and it was like everywhere yeah, yeah. Hmm. so all right uh thank y'all for joining us we will talk to y'all later